Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you You'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Are the American people politically homeless? We're about to find out. What about impeachment and its reality? And, of course, Kamala Harris speaks, so stupidity just ensued. I, I think. I, I'm still confused. What, what the hell's going on? I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni. He's apparently still sick with allergies. And this is Critical Thinking. <laughs> You know, you should audition for the role of Sneezy in the new Snow White. Hell no. Wait, well, why you not? You would fill a diversity quota. Ginger. Are you saying that because I'm ginger and assuming that I'm also a ginger midget? No, I'm saying that because you uh, sneeze a lot. Pat, just sir because sneeze well, a lot, Oni. <laughs> just because I sneeze a lot does not make me qualified to be a dwarf. Well, you are small in stature. How do you know? You've never seen me in person. I have seen you in multiple pictures, Pat. I could be tall. You could be in your dreams. <laughs> Uh, you are a terrible, terrible person. <laughs> I'm just pointing out the obvious that you should be the next Sneezy in the next Snow White. Live action I, I, Sneezy. I, I am calling <laughs> r- racist right now. What? Ginger's not a race. It's too. Now. No, it's an ethnicity. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, it is a truth or fiction Tuesday here on Critical Thinking. Uh, you can follow me at The Coppin Show, him at The Pat Oni Show. You know the drill by now. Watch us on our Rumble channel, rumble.com backslash critical thinking, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. 
always, make sure that you are subscribed, that you're downloading, rating, reviewing the podcast on whatever platform of your choice, however they allow you to allow others to see this podcast. It is very, very simple on Apple Podcasts to help us out. Believe it or not, simply subscribing and turning downloads on and letting this download every day actually helps us be seen by more people in the Apple in the Apple algorithm. Say that two times fast, Pat. Apple algorithm. Apple algorithm. Ah! Apple algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's one of those truth or fiction Tuesdays. We have a lot to get into. Um, so I think our where where I want to go here is our truth or fictions. Um, two of them are very similar, but also diametrically opposed. So let's ask them up front, Pat, um, because we got this yesterday from Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. That they bribed the Bidens, okay? This was given to the FBI. When Bill Barr finally found out about it, he sent it to his office in Philadelphia. They actually said that this was very credible. The FBI kept this from the IRS individuals for them ever to see it. So not only do they claim that they were bribed, we now find information that 16 out of 17 payments from Romania were provided to the Biden shell companies while he was vice president. When President Biden was running for office, he told the American public that he's never talked about business. He said his family has never received a dollar from China, which we now prove is not true. We now have some of the most credible whistleblowers. These 10-year IRS agents who have come forward said that the Biden family has been treated differently, that what Weiss has told us is different than what Garland and Weiss has told the public. And you're sitting here today where now you have found millions of foreign money, just what the 1023 alleges they did to Biden's family. Now we found that it has funneled through shell companies. If you're sitting in our position today, we would know none of this if Republicans had not taken the majority. We've only followed where the information has taken us. But... Hannity, this is rising to the level of impeachment inquiry, which provides Congress the strongest power to get the rest of the knowledge and information needed because this president has all. Okay, so I wanted to set it up with that bit of knowledge that you can understand. He just said that this is rising to the level of impeachment inquiry. We've been saying that for weeks now, if not months that this information immediately rises to that level. It does, because this is a sitting vice president alleged to have engaged in literally foreign payments for services. That's illegal on all levels. And it's not just that this is past crimes. It is the fact that they directly involved his governmental role. So what is he doing as the president of the United States? That being said, Pat, we've got diametrically opposed questions based off of that. So let me give mine and then we'll give yours and then let's give our answers. Okay. Sound good to you? Fair. Yep. So my truth or fiction is this. The House GOP will grow a spine and impeach Joe Biden. 
Meanwhile, your truth or fiction statement, numero uno, is the GOP is more likely to use impeachment to cut a deal with Joe Biden on legislation than actually going through with it. What say you on both of those? Well, first of all, I I so want your statement to be true. I so want it to be true. I do. Mm Mm-hmm. That said, I lean fiction because until the GOP actually does something, they have done nothing. And and so I I can't trust and I I certainly can't trust Kevin McCarthy, a guy that just barely cut a deal with Joe Biden on budget. What, a month ago? Yeah, on the on the debt ceiling limit on the debt ceiling. So I, I can't trust him to do that. Daniel Horowitz actually um, put out a, a pretty good. Do we even call them tweets anymore, by the way? I think they're called seats. Is that what they're called Text. now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> if you don't know what you're talking about, you're not on X. Right. And, and that so gives he, new meaning to the word not on X. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, so he said because uh, uh, he, he actually uh, tweeted out this very same thing and said that it distracts from the budget fight, which is more effective. They need the Senate to convict Biden. On the other hand, Biden needs the House to agree to pass a budget. My concern is they will use dead end of impeachment to absolve themselves from a budget fight. So are they going to use impeachment to broker deals on legislation with Joe Biden? It's, it's very possible. Um, to, to say the least, I, I hope that's fiction too. I really do. I want that to be fiction. I want yours to be truth. But until the GOP actually does it, and it looks like, because a week ago we were saying, hey, has Kevin McCarthy even suggested any of this yet? And mm-hmm. here he is finally doing it after however long. We've been saying this for at least a couple of months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we have more than enough to, to, to at least get this going I, it, it could be fiction I, I I lean towards fiction until they actually do something you got to do something like I don't want to hear words I want actions mm-hmm. and yeah, I, no, I see I see your point I, I see your point Um, so here's where i I kind of diverge from you. I, I see your points of view and I lean to the direction of fiction and truth, right? Kind of where you were. Uh-huh. Um, but I believe both of these, or I believe it's actually the reverse. I wanted to lean that direction, but then I stopped and thought about this. Kevin McCarthy is your ultimate power broker, if you will, right? There's no sure. question yeah. about that. Yeah. At this point, yeah. So, my question to you is <clears throat> is a legislative win where they would want to spend this kind of power? No. No. I, I no. at least I would hope not. Secondly, Kevin McCarthy being the power broker that he is, right? being the power-hungry individual that he is. 
would not dare speak the words impeachment inquiry into the ether willy-nilly. Does that mean that this ends up in conviction of Joe Biden? Probably not. The Senate is what the Senate is, right, in terms of its makeup. You're not going to convince enough members of the Democratic Party to buck the party. Now, the conspiracy theorist in me says maybe this is a way in which that group of people can exercise some power and get his ass out of the way in 2024, right? They don't have to run him in 2024. That could be a political Machiavellian uh, type of machination. But speaking impeachment inquiry into the ether means he's serious about it. You don't say that on national television without being serious about it. But to your second, to your truth or fiction, Pat, for me, it's not about legislation. What is this about? This is about hitting him and hitting him repeatedly every single day for months on end, heading into 2024 to begin to craft a narrative that allows Team GOP to hopefully run their non-corrupt Ron DeSantis. This is, for me, all about the ability to win the 2024 election. And I firmly believe the GOP has got to be smart enough, and the people who are, quote-unquote, in the base have got to be smart enough to realize that Kevin McCarthy is going to hand you the election and you're going to spit it away or swat it away if you elect and decide your nominee to be whom? Donald Trump. You have now nullified what the House just did for you. Okay? I want people to understand that and think through this. This is a political power play. The political power play is set the table for we are... We are running against the most corrupt president in United States history. And we're going to then remind people of just how corrupt the last or quote unquote corrupt the last president was. That would be the dumbest political move I think I would have ever seen. The smartest political move is to clear the path, clear the deck Get Ron DeSantis in there because he does give you your America first MAGA forever policies, the policies, without the other issues. You get a dichotomy. You get a literal referendum on Joe Biden's corruption. You get to run in 2024 and hammer him every single day on that. Do you get the media to come along with you? I don't know. But as long as the media is talking about this, it is a win for you. So as I look at this and I think about what Kevin McCarthy said, this is all about power. It always has been with him. And what sets up more power for him? Making Joe Biden look Utterly corrupt because he is, number one, and number two, because it helps them win a powerful election cycle in 2024. Lest we also forget, Pat, 
that come 2024, whom has a greater chance of winning the Senate, the Democrats or the Republicans? We we thought this in 2022, but well, no, uh, the, but but the realistic math is the Republicans. Why? Because the Democrats are defending two or three times as many seats as the Republicans are. So even if you pick a handful of them off, four, five of them off, and that might be doable, but you do that based off of we just impeached him, we proved this impeachment with literal facts, not just opinions, but Records of wire transfers, records of this, records of that, records, 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 records. And the other side decided to do what? Play politics with that. If you want a party interested in doing the right thing, elect our slate in the Senate. Because then, who is the most powerful person in Washington, D.C.? It is Kevin McCarthy. Sorry I went down that conspiratorial route, But that is exactly where I think this is going. I think you're right to say that this is cynical, right? But Kevin McCarthy and Team GOP have backed me into that corner of cynicism. And it's also the reality. This is all about politics. It always has been and always will be about politics, meaning it's always about political will. Who's got that political will? And if you're smart, you hammer your opponent with the largest hammer you have. And right now, impeachment is that. Is it going to end up with him removed from office and we've got President Kamala Harris for six months? Probably not. But what it will end up with is this chance, this opportunity for the GOP to literally drive the bus of pure power home. Do they take that opportunity and run with it? Again, we can't predict that. But the smart prediction is that they use this for political gain. That is the reality of this. Whether whether it is everybody in America knows that they were guilty and they see the Democrats playing politics and they vote them out of office, or the furtherance of the media complex and we're about to show you that later on in this program but before we go there do you think it's a a good well actually i want to get your final thoughts on what i had to say and then we'll uh transition i i all i can really say is is that i hope that you're right I, i i do i hope that you're right but i've been i mean i i have been down this road with team gop before where they They've got the power. They've got, they seemingly have got the political will and then they screw the pooch in the end and they don't do a damn thing. I've seen that. I've seen that play out too many times to be like, yeah, this is a hundred percent truth. The GOP is going to do it this time. I, I can't, I can't pull that trigger. I, I, again, I want it to be true. I want what you just said to be true. I do. Because this is the most corrupt president in U.S. history. This is flat out. I, I, and I, I, here's the other thing I would even say this. I wish we weren't having this conversation 
because who wants who wants the the leader of their country to be this corrupt to be doing all of this illegal stuff to to be um so morally bankrupt and and then and then have all these issues going on at the same time throughout the country who wants that no one wants that i don't want that and with that pat i think now is a great time for us to play a little bit of the b or not the b are you ready for today's headline Uh, no no because it tastes crazy okay bible scholars believe that jacob first described leah as mid bible scholars believe that jacob first described leah as mid and while you are all thinking about that do not forget you can go over to our fine friends at coffeebrandcoffee.com where they care about coffee and not your politics go ahead and enter the promo code critical thinking at checkout for five percent off of your purchase today by the way Rocky Road, s'mores. Mmm. Delicious sounding coffee flavors. From our fine friends at coffeebrandcoffee.com. Small batch, fresh roasted, to order coffee for you. Go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Enter the promo code Critical Thinking at checkout again for 5% off of your purchase today. That is coffeebrandcoffee.com. Promo code Critical Thinking. And while you are looking for the answer, Pat, do you need the headline one more time? You know, one more time. Bible scholars believe that Jacob first described Leah as mid. Is this the B or not the B? I I honestly have no freaking clue. So I'm going to go with the Babylon B. You, sir have just won us $100 of central bank digital currency that we cannot access because our ESG score is too low, and we like it that way. <clears throat> From the Babylon Bee. I'm poor, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> From the Babylon Bee, scholars at Dallas Theological Seminary say they now believe that Jacob's first assessment of Leah was to describe her as quote-unquote mid That one word pretty well summed it up, said Old Testament professor Dr. Stanley Rudder. Leah was no Margot Margot Robbie, to say the least. (laughs) While heated arguments have erupted over whether certain women are quote-unquote mid, theologians say Leah's poor looks are not up for debate. It's a biblical truth, explained Dr. Rudder. We believe the Bible to be the inherent word of God, and sadly for Leah, her unattractive features are literally enshrined in Scripture. Leah being mid was not simply Jacob's opinion. It is a stone-cold fact, directly backed by the word of Almighty God. Jacob apparently first noticed Leah's eyes, which the Bible describes as soft. To be honest, the Bible translators, quote-unquote, apparently felt bad for Leah. The original Hebrew basically says her eyes were crossed, said Hebrew scholar Elias Peretz. I mean, not like a little crossed. She was always keeping an eye on her nose. Plus, her name in Hebrew literally means fatigued. How ugly does a baby have to be for you to be named uh, her? uh, For you, uh, excuse me. How ugly does a baby have to be for you to name her tired? (laughs) The scholars say that they also believe that Jacob described Leah's sister, Rachel, as straight bossin'. (laughs) 
What a quality use of those words by the Babylon Bee. Oh. Just, just wow. Yes, just wow. Just wow is correct. And this on the on the heels of of people calling uh, Margot Robbie or Rob, yeah, Margot Robbie is uh, as mid because she played Barbie. Uh, in the latest Barbie uh, movie, um, I I mean, say what you want about the Barbie movie, I have no desire to see it whatsoever, freaking ever. But so so say what you want about it, that movie brought in a hundred and fifty five million, I think, over opening weekend. Yeah, yeah, over Oppenheimer, by the way. Um, Pat, um, do me a quick favor. Google Margot Robbie. Okay. Watch what happens. Oh, geez. Why did you make me do that? Folks, do it for yourself. Because you're going to be living in a Barbie world. Life is plastic. It's fantastic. Because apparently Margot Robbie is... Barbie. A Barbie girl. Yes, she is literally Barbie. Yeah. And apparently, if you Google her name now, it transfixes Google to Barbie world. Ah. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I, 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 is it a step down to go from playing something like Harley Quinn and, and probably being the best Harley Quinn in all of cinematic history to playing Barbie? Yes, yes, it, it would yeah, be for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah okay. I, just, I refuse to see it just because I refuse to oh, I, to see yeah. a movie about Barbie plastic dolls that girls played with while growing I mean, up. That, that I know that's how gender specific my, of me. Yeah, I'm just just no. Yeah. Also, I don't I, oh, need I'm to be like with- Ben Shapiro and others who try to use it as a a uh, some sort of cudgel. Like, oh, look at me! I'm conservative, and I saw Barbie, and it was trash. Oh, I'm sure it was trash. Don't get me wrong, but it's hard to argue with 155 million on opening weekend. Hmm. Oppenheimer did what? 80. 80. Hmm. So almost they almost doubled Oppenheimer. Yeah. Just saying. But that's because Oppenheimer was a racist movie, Pat. You didn't know that? Uh, no, it was also a sexist movie. It, it, it was, was also a sexist R. movie. How was it a sexist movie? 
Well, you see, uh, women didn't appear in the movie until 20 minutes in, and then it was only two minutes because it was a sex scene. Except for the movies about his story and, and in history and real history, there were no women involved in the actual <clears throat> Manhattan Project and Oppenheimer. Uh, that, right. I, by the way, that's one of the reasons why I haven't seen Oppenheimer is because of the nudity. Mm. Uh, it's it's I I try to stay away from that kind of stuff. Generally speaking, anyway, um, I don't know. I mean, I understand why it's rated R. Don't get me wrong. I get mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why they had to go down the whole nudity route, though. So that that's yeah, I'm not sure either. I don't know. Yeah. But what I do know is it's a great time for us to move forward on to our second truth or fictions. So, um, Pat, I'm going to have your truth or fiction go first. Okay. Truth or fiction. People in America are politically homeless. Hmm. Truth or fiction. Um, I'm going to go with fiction. Now, I can see why people would believe this. Uh, because you can make the argument that Team GOP doesn't represent its base very well. You can make the argument that the Democratic Party doesn't necessarily represent certain aspects of it. But there are way more opportunities to be politically involved outside of the GOP, outside of the Democratic Party. You still have the Libertarian Party, and they have wide swath of belief. You've got the Mises Caucus. You've got uh, the Classical Libertarian Caucus. You've got all sorts of, of different caucuses within that party. But more importantly, Pat, I have a question for you. Has the MAGA Forever crowd left the GOP? No. There you go. You're not politically, Americans are not politically homeless. Now, are they misrepresented? Potentially, yes. I, I would agree that, that again, to the discussion of Kevin McCarthy and Team GOP leadership and, and the Democratic leadership, it's about power over policy, but it always has been, by the way. The reality is that, that the base exists because they gin it up. The base exists because they want to be able to use you and your money. It's on you to make sure that you exert your political will over them. See, you hold the purse strings of their future. You have allowed them to invert the relationship. I can't do anything about that. What I can do is use the microphone I have in front of me. What I can do is use this platform to speak to that power right, to hopefully create a movement, to create fellowship that allows us to, in some cases, just bypass that system altogether. I, I, I don't know what else I can do. You know, and, and I show it in other ways, too. A great example. Have I taken on my older person, not once, but twice on this show? Yeah, uh, I was going to say you've at least done it a few times, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Did I show up to a community meeting in regards to the Margaret Center that is coming our way in about three days time here? You sent me pictures of said meeting. So, yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. So I showed up in my community 
where I am maybe the 15%. Okay. And yeah, I witnessed pure political will being exerted in a meeting that was supposed to be for the community to have questions answered in which they just cherry picked all the answers. Right. So how do I, how do I speak to that power? Well, it's number one, making sure that every one of my neighbors who talks about it understands what went down that day. Okay. And it has nothing to do with your political position on these immigrants or these, these illegal immigrants coming across the border or, oh, I'm sorry, asylum seekers coming across the border. That has nothing to do with anything other than, do you want this for your community? Do you want the ability for only a select few to be able to speak? And those select few that are speaking are literally handpicked cronies of the older woman that is representing us today. I don't, and nor should you. How, how did that happen? Oh, sure, they threw a couple of people into the mix that were just random citizens, except for they're not really random citizens because they're the ones that are the most involved in the community or in Angela Clay's election. That would be our older woman right now, our socialist older woman, <clears throat> member of the DSA. But, hey, you know, they're all about fairness, right? Equal. Equality. Now, I, I represent that from the, I, I go down that road to remind you, you have the power if you exert it. You have the power if you understand what power you have. You have the power of the purse. Hey, Kevin McCarthy, we didn't like what you just did with this. Am I donating to Kevin McCarthy and the GOP anymore? Maybe we should exert the power on the corporate, quote-unquote, corporate GOP donors. Oh, you want to jo donate to the GOP? You want to donate to Kevin McCarthy's re-election campaign, uh, XYZ company? I'm not buying your products anymore. Or I'm going to boycott or out in front of your business. Or I'm going to do something, right? And we, we band together with our own political will. See, our political will is actually collectivist, right? Their political will is singular. So you have to use what you've got. And you have to understand what you've got. And that power is the power of the purse, number one. And number two, the power of, of the being, quote unquote, the base. Wait, here's the problem with the base of the GOP. They enjoy being the victim. They enjoy playing, woe is me. Do something about it. Whether that's in your own community, whether that's uh, stopping donations, whether that's, by the way, if you're, if, you, if you're donating to the Donald Trump campaign, what are you actually donating to? His legal defense fund. That's really what you're donating to. You're not donating to his ability to campaign in the 2024 election. You're just giving an in-kind contribution to his defense. All of it to say, you know, you're not homeless. There are plenty of political movements that I will say this. The parties do not rep. I would say this. The Democrats are closer to representing their base than the GOP is. So maybe the GOP base is homeless or they feel that way. 
But that is an on-you situation. You're the one who continues to elect Kevin McCarthy. You're the one who continues to allow that to happen. You got close to exerting your political will for the speakership. There's no questions asked about that. Byron Donalds came out of that as a leader within Team GOP, a real leader within Team GOP. Why not coalesce around him and build him into the future of the party? But have you done that? No. Instead, woe is me, Kevin McCarthy sucks. Okay, what you going to do about it? You've done nothing for decades. Has anybody decided to kick him out of office? Have, have his constituents decided that he doesn't deserve the speakership because he's continued to stab um, basic GOP principles in the back over and over again? No. You're the ones that are to blame. Your thoughts on uh, political homelessness in America. So <clears throat> this, this would you call them politically unhoused? I see what you did there. And I, I see what you did there. Um, this actually came from Joe Manchin. Um, he said that the political parties have become so extreme, going to the extreme left and extreme right, that the average common sense people don't have a home. Um, so he said they've been left politically homeless. I also call this fiction. Mm -hmm. Because, again, to your point, has MAGA forever left Team GOP? No. Have these socialists left the Democrat Party? No. If anything, the socialists have gained more power within the uh, Democratic Party in the bureaucrat bureaucratic apparatus that um, the Democrats have allowed to run amok. How many people do you think have changed their political affiliation in the last, however, say, give or say, four years? Quite a few, actually. But, you look at yeah, Dave Rubin, but, you look at uh, Anna Kasparian, you look at some of these other individuals who have had deep awakenings on issues. Now, it doesn't mean that they've switched to Team GOP necessarily. But they're not homeless, are they? No, they're not. Because ideas are what drive politics in that respect, right? Your principles, values, ideas drive that. And yeah, you might be, quote unquote, I don't have a party that represents that. There, there's a difference between that and what he, what Joe Manchin was talking about, right? Because right. my argument is that, no, the GOP has not gone to the right. No, they're not governing from the right. They're not acting from the right. They're not doing anything. How do I know that? Because Ron DeSantis is hitting Donald Trump from the right. Which group enacted all of the COVID stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From a federal well, I, perspective. I, I and I think I think he if, if if Joe Manchin, I think the more accurate statement would be is people are are largely not being represented by political parties anymore. Yeah. I think that's that's a more accurate statement, but that doesn't make them politically homeless. So right. well, I I think what you're seeing is people are, are having difference of thought versus what the political parties are putting out there. Um, and, and when you go down that road, it, it almost kind of makes – it doesn't make political parties moot per se, but it makes them – if people would do this right, it would make them less powerful. Let's put mm -hmm. it that way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think what we're really seeing is um, a transition away from the old school team GOP, 
right? Yep. We're seeing a transition away from, again, we've talked about this. I don't believe the Republican Party exists beyond the 2024 election. I really don't. Even if they win, I really don't. Because unless they govern from the positions of the base, the base is going to go. It, it just will. Well, well I mean... They could still, in theory, be called the Republican Party, but it would fundamentally be politically very different than what it is now. Correct. And I think, I think that's something what, very, very different. And I think I think that's the direction of which this country is going, is that political parties, as we know it, are are having to change because the, the politics of the country is changing. The culture has changed. So I, I think that's the more accurate statement. Okay. Well, let's move forward um, to my truth or fiction, the second one. Truth or fiction, Kamala Harris is dangerous because she's totes cool spreading the media's lies. What say you there, Mr. Padoni? First of all, don't use the word totes, okay? You are too white and too old to be using the word totes. How old Just do you saying. think I am? Uh, pushing 42. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so, learned it from my uh, from my freshman uh, nephew. So. Fr- freshman in what? College or high school? High school. <laughs> <laughs> You okay over there, Pat? This is this is Andrew's attempt to be um, like the cool kids today. Apparently, totes bussin'. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, if you could tell, it wasn't it wasn't the cool kids in uh, in high school either. But <laughs> um, to answer your question, though. <laughs> Kamala Harris has always been dangerous because she's more than willing to gaslight anything and everyone. Funny you should um, mention that because uh, her political narrative. Because I want to bring a couple of points up here. Um, I think this is totally true oh, because she is just willing to go wherever the media wants her to go. She is she. We talked about Joseph Marionette Biden. She's even more of a puppet of whatever the hell is in front of her. She's yeah. she has no original thought. And you can tell there's just nothing going on up there. Um, I want to play this, and then I'm going to show you something at the end of this, Pat, and see if you agree with it. But Florida, right, the big controversy uh, that happened is that somehow Florida is, is, is teaching that slaves um, benefited from slavery because what? So this is CBS News, okay? Mm-hmm. I want you to hear what CBS News has to say. Controversy over Florida's new education standards after Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill called the Stop Woke Act last year. The changes include teaching middle schoolers that some enslaved people actually benefited from slavery because it taught them skills. Nancy Cordes is following all of this at the White House. Good morning, Nancy. Is that what uh, that says? 
uh, isn't this kind of the don't say gay bill all over again? It doesn't actually say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What it wants people to know in the totality of their experience is that slavery was bad, slave trade bad. Uh, Also, that slavery was not just a white person owning black people. It was black people that owned black people, Hispanic people that owned Hispanic people, and it was all bad. White people owning white people, by the way, existed in slavery, yep. too, um, mm-hmm. at that time. And what they wanted people to know is that on the backside of it, there were people who had real skills that were they were able to translate into success. Not because of slavery, but despite slavery, right? So people who learned carpentry, learned all sorts of these skills or had these skills, were able to translate those into success for their families going forward. And they became the catalyst for black success. That, that is a reality. That is, that is to say, that is not to diminish the evil of slavery. That is to also say, hey, there were, how did these people become something other than low class all the time in terms of their ability to earn a living? How did they come up out of slavery, right? This is also a reality. But watch this from ABC. Trying to get through everything that's happened over the weekend and what's all the insanity going on in the world. Like Wednesday, uh, Florida's Board of Education approved (laughs) what they're calling standards for African-American history. I feel like they didn't talk to any African-Americans because we could have told them <laughs> about the history and nor have any, anyone seemingly gone to the Smithsonian to find out anything. You know, there are all of these sl- former slaves who have given their testimony. You can yeah. go to the Smithsonian and hear them. So apparently they all think it's a lie. Uh, but the board... Uh, Just quick question um since when has whoopi goldberg ever been an expert on history and why would anyone ever consult her on anything that ever happened in history at this point except for ghost have you thought of anybody who has um ridden off of bigger coattails than whoopi goldberg she she literally transformed her appearance in the movie ghost right into this 30 now 40 year career it it amazes me more importantly pat um as we're starting to hopefully you're picking up what we're putting down here guess how many people created this part of the curriculum pat five Um, uh uh-huh how many of them were black by chance was it all of them? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And um, they include three of the most prominent historians on slavery in the world. Mm. Who also happened to be, wait for this one, black. What you talking about, Willis? What you talking who's, about, Whoopi? Who's on, who's on Whoopi Goldberg's research team? Because they really suck at this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we have CBS News lying. We have ABC News lying. 
And then, Pat, wait for this. Because the media parroted this piece of information, emergency Kamala Harris to Florida. And while they do this, check it out. They push forward revisionist history. Just yesterday in the state of Florida, they decided middle school students will be taught that enslaved people benefited from slavery. They insult us in an attempt to gaslight us, and we will not stand for it. So I got a couple couple of questions. Number one, does she know what gaslighting actually is? Because you don't need to say insult us to gaslight us because that is part of gaslighting. It is literally one of the main ingredients of a gaslight. And then secondly, Pat, she cannot be, she cannot possibly have such a dumb enough staff to have not given her some vocal training. At the end there, right? They are insulting us to gaslight us. You have a microphone in front of you. You do not need to yell and scream. But more importantly, if you are attempting to emphasize what you are saying, and you have a grating vocal tone, you should go through some training to make sure that that doesn't grate on people going forward. It's it, it, it's the... Um, Nails down a chalkboard? No, the, the Democratic, uh, was it 2004? Uh, in Iowa, and then we're gonna go to the White House. Ah! Moment. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it, what was his name? Um, he was a governor. Um, oh, that's gonna drive me nuts. Howard something, right? Oh, that's gonna I, drive I, me crazy. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't remember. I know exactly what I'm talking about. If I oh Howard Dean, that's who I'm talking about. Um, that's that guy in a, in the female version of it, but got me to thinking about this, Pat, Stephen Miller put this in a really good tweet. So I want you to think about this. Number one, media lies about the curriculum. Number two, white house reacts, runs with the lie. Number three, Media then says there's a backlash. Number four, media calls the thing that they create a controversy. Is there any proof anywhere it's a controversy other than the steps I just provided? No nope. thoughts. Um, I, I think that kind of sums up Kamala Harris. Does it not? I, and it ultimately kind of sums up our, our current leadership and government. I mean, we, we've talked On about both sides, culture. by the way. This is not right. A, right. This right. Is, right wing media does this, too. Yep, I, I 120% agree with that as well. The, the um, we, We've often talked about how government is downwind of culture. I would argue in between there is the media. And the media is full of liars. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just a flat out lie. This is the same group that did, uh, you know, the don't say gay 
thing. It, that, that, that didn't exist. That's not what this was about or that was about. It never existed. In fact, the word gay never exists in the bill. The word don't um, exist once in the bill, and it's in reference to something that you shouldn't be doing or whatever. Uh, don't do this or whatever. And then the word say doesn't exist either. What? How, how, how does that happen? Well, the media needs to gin up controversy to do what? Help gain political will, right? And mm. and then they gin up a story. Then the left-wing politicians glom onto it and say, oh my God, this is terrible, and, and da, da 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 And then they get in the media to cover a quote-unquote controversy that, wait a second, you created it. It doesn't exist in real life. Quite literally, I know nobody outside of the people who are super politically active who got activated by this. I literally nobody in my friend circles like, oh my god. The only people who were are the people who are like, this is just straight up BS. Like this, this doesn't actually exist. Uh, come on, people. And, and that's where I was on that, and that's where I'm on this. Like if I hear, I, this is the only time I get into the weeds really with people down here. Is look. You want to have your opinions. You want to do whatever. That's fine. But based them in fact, the, go look up the information. Go look it up for yourself. Don't just listen to the media because the media has lied to you time and time and time and time and time and time again. And yet you just parrot everything you hear. Go look it up for yourself. Try it once because that don't that especially on the don't say gay bill. Hey, folks, prove to me where it says that. Prove it. Look it up for yourself. Prove it to me. Uh, and then I will I will uh, stand by your side because that's wrong. That is wrong. Except for that's not what happened in any way, shape, or form. And oh, wait. That's the only time that I will stand here in Chicago and just literally say, nah, nah brah. Not going to happen. Because otherwise it's just wasting my breath to get into a political argument down here. Right? It, it really is. Um, it, it just makes no sense because you're not changing somebody's mind. The only time you will is when, oh, wait, you're spouting facts, as, spouting lies as facts, and I'm not standing there and letting you do that. That's my standard. Um, two questions. Yeah. First of all, <clears throat> is uh, Kamala Harris not the cuckoo bird that just repeats everything the media says? AKA and, parrot. Yeah. 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 So, uh, and then that's what makes her dangerous though, is because right. they know that they can use her as that. And when I'm looking at what's going on on the political landscape, they can mm. use her for that cudgel in the 2024 election cycle. Could they not? Yes, they could. I, I have a second question here though. Yep. If the media came out tomorrow or even today, and said that uh, Kamala Harris slept her way to the top. Would Kamala Harris come out and say that she slept her way to the top? No, because that would mean speaking the truth. Urgh. On that note, Pat, <laughs> your final thoughts on today's show. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And under no circumstances, Andrew ever allowed to use the term totes ever again. Your totes fired. Please be smart, be safe, be kind, and as always, make sure you eat all of your meals, Matthew 547.